What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive, y'all. Season three. Listen, y'all know I told y'all I was extending out season three because <laughs> I am beyond excited about my first of many summits, Elevate Your Pitch, going down October 20th and 21st. So listen, I said to close out season three, I want to shine the light on some of my dope speakers that are going to be hitting the virtual stage alongside your girl for this summit, right? Like, listen, if you don't know about Elevate Your Pitch, let me just tell you, Elevate, Elevate Your Pitch Virtual Summit is designed for women entrepreneurs, women bosses like you who really want to revolutionize their media game while they build their authority. So we got speakers that are going to teach you everything from the art of storytelling, how to use your book to build your credibility and your authority, how to create content that's going to attract your clients and your, and more media, how to monetize media uh, opportunities, and so much more. Like, <laughs> when I tell you, I could not have asked for a better lineup. I could not have asked for a better lineup. And so I'm so excited. Like, definitely click the link in this episode and go ahead and register get your tickets like there is it is free to attend but like i said i highly recommend that you guys upgrade and get that replay access because listen if you've ever attended a summit or any type of conference you know that it can be difficult to try to really like keep up with the note taking and all that good stuff so i highly 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 recommend that you get your tickets go ahead and get that replay access so you can have access to the recordings prior to you know right after the summit is over so with that being said <laughs> i'm here to introduce to y'all my my other sis listen I, I love this girl we connected i don't even know how we connected it's so funny how god divinely connects people right we've been friends on social media probably for a good year and then just this year, we decided to start really building that um, relationship. She's a fellow Aquarius like yours truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fellow Aquarius like yours truly. And she's just amazing at what she does. She has a whole um, brand called Voice to Clients where she literally teaches coaches how to utilize their voice to attract their clients and to and to fill those seats in their group coaching program. She has a virtual campus. She just like, when I tell you my sis does the things, she does the things. I just had the pleasure of speaking at her mastermind dinner back in July, um, where I got to, you know, grace the virtual stage for her and really share to her audience, you know, all the things um, about how to really utilize what God is giving you um, to, to not only create the life you want, but the business that you want. So it is an honor and it is a privilege to have her at Elevate Your Pitch. And so I got my sis, Sierra Shanae, coming through, right, to talk about um, her topic. So I'm going to give you all a little insight to what she's going to be teaching at Elevate Your Pitch in this interview. But her topic is called Muzzle or Magnet. And so she's going to be talking about how to use transparency in your content, y'all, to attract not only clients, but to attract media attention. So listen, tune into this episode, get these, these insight, these gems, these nuggets, all that good stuff, and I will be back with Thriver Nuggets. Stay tuned. 
What's up, my beautiful Hey Queen Thrive family? Hope all is well. Listen, I'm super excited because I got one of my sisters. Yep, I call her my sister. And you know, if you know your host, you know she don't call everybody that because she don't like everybody. But anyway, she's also a fellow Aquarian. You know how I feel about us Aquariuses because we just we just amazing at what we do. <laughs> you can hate me later. But it's my sis, Sierra Shanae in the Hey Queen Thrive building. What's going on, beautiful? Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Listen, this has like been a long time coming because we were supposed to do this a few times, but you know. Girl, God was like, we gonna make them sisters first because it's gonna flow. <laughs> it's gonna be even more amazing. Listen, he be, up, he be up to something. So look, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, hey, hey, it's your girl, Sierra Shanae. I'm a speaker brand strategist, and I absolutely love to teach women speakers how to turn their voice into a client magnet for their group coaching program specifically so they can finally have the reliable revenue to fund the dream lifestyle that they truly desire to live. I love it. I'm here for it. It's the dream lifestyle for me. I don't know. I don't know about anybody else, but Leah got a dream lifestyle she's trying to fund. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> so I have a question that I ask all my guest experts, and that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that's thriving? I love this question. I absolutely do. And so to me, it's it's twofold, right? So first, we have to look at ourselves as queens, which speaks to our, us understanding our self-worth, because a queen is not going to be able to reign if she's battling with that in her fullest capacity. But then you also need to understand the authority that you actually possess, right? And then once you understand both of those concepts as a queen, and you can walk as one, right? And operate as one then you could truly thrive which to me speaks to the flourishing and the prosperity that you are um that you will experience listen i'm here for it and, and it's the authority for me because you know that's like one of my favorite words exactly. right? <laughs> like, i love it because we do have an authority as queens no matter what it is that you've been through no matter what challenges you face you still have a queen authority so you got to step into it you got to own it and you're going to walk in it. So I'm here for it. All right. So season three, we've been having this conversation about purpose. God had literally was like, this season's theme is all about purpose. So talk to us about your journey to discovering your purpose. Girl. So before I was who I am today, I got into the coaching space as a life purpose coach. And I even dabbled in some career strategy because I felt like they all intertwine with one another. We spend a lot of our time at our jobs, right? And if we're going to really be pursuing purpose, where most of our time is spent on our jobs, that means that our career should also be fulfilling, right? But before I got to that point, I was where most people are frustrated and not really understanding what their purpose is. Like they know they're here for a reason, but then they still question their very existence at the very same time, (laughs) right? And I remember experiencing and, and imagining others experiencing the devil whispering into their ear, like, okay, you know, but what's the purpose of you being here? Mm. And then you being stunted by that question, which then could cause cousins of suicide and all of these other different things, you know, low self-worth and all of that to be able to whisper into your ear and to have fun with you, right? And that's his like agenda when you really don't take the time to know what your purpose is. You can just go off on a deep end and then even question why, why am I still here? Like, 
why am I here? You know, and for someone like me who was born premature and like had many different reasons, like car accidents that you can't even explain how I walked out of unscathed, you wonder like, why am, what am I still doing here? Right. And when you can't answer that, it can really be um, detrimental. It can really put you in a really dark and deep place. But I thank God and we're going to go there. I thank God that, you know, he calls for me to be patient in what I call my purpose discovery journey. Mm -hmm. And it really happened a lot in college. Like I really got to know a lot of who I am and about myself. And just to skip a little, you know, um, I thought I wanted to be an attorney in high school. And that was ended up changing when I bumped into psychology and absolutely fell in love with it. And then I thought I wanted to be a psychotherapist because I thought, you know, I'm great at talking people through their issues. And then I was introduced to coaching and then entrepreneurship was exposed to me by MLM companies and all of that jazz. And so I went on like this, here we go, loop-de-loo, uh, and also what I call like passion and hobby hopping, you know, trying to figure out all of the different things and exploring. Really, self-exploration is really, really important. And then while I was in college, a lot of professors, and I, re- if I can reflect back to high school, I even had some teachers really speaking well of my speaking ability that I mm-hmm. doubted that I questioned, I felt like I was nervous like everybody else. I was like, what? I'm like shaking. You don't see my leg shaking? Like <laughs> I I have good content. I can I can understand that, but like, cause I prepared, I put a lot right. of attention into what I did. But I speaking like me, I'm talkative. I'm an extrovert. I didn't understand that then, but like, you know, but speaking, eh, I didn't think that was the thing. But that's when all of throughout that whole journey, you know, I began to exercise more speaking and get a lot of praise and what I call like purpose stamps from other people confirming what I was good at. And I decided to look at myself and say, hey, is this really something that I can see myself doing? So I gathered a bunch of speakers together after coaching people on purpose every time they wanted to speak. Every time it was like, I know I I need to be on somebody's stage or I need to write someone's book or I have a story to tell. (laughs) It would come up so many times that I was like, you know what, let me just try it. So yeah. I got a whole bunch of speakers together locally in New Jersey, and I they trusted me enough to build a course with them. Okay, I didn't have everything together. I said, as we meet, I will speak, and you know whatever we do is what we do. And then I recorded the process, and that was what is now my dominature speech course. And from then on, I I understood that I absolutely loved not only speaking myself, but also teaching other speakers how to use their voice as a strategy right and so that's like my long synopsis of pretty (laughs) much how I got here because so many people ask me that and it's it was it's a uh it's a roundabout story just like I'm sure yours is and if you're still in the middle of discovering your purpose know that when it gets to the end it gets clear yeah here and it's obvious and you absolutely um are able to operate in fulfillment like never before Listen, I love the I love the journey because I think that's the part of the story that most people don't tell. But like you said, it's roundabout. Like I had a very similar experience, you know, when I got I tried to stay away from coaching. That's the true story because I've been in mental health for 10 years. So like therapy and coaching was way too close. And I was like, first of all, I deal with people's issues for a living. So when God was like trying to talk to me and co- about coaching, I was like, I deal with people's issues for a living. Like, I don't want to deal with that. 
in my business. Like, I'm just being honest. So like, I ran for a minute. I was just like, mm-mm, don't go, nope, nope, nope. But everywhere I ran, it was like, he would send some female across my platform that needed to be coached. And I was like, I guess, I guess we're going to try it. But I did the same thing. Like I tried all the things in the coaching space. Like I did clarity coaching. I did book writing coaching. It wasn't until I tapped into what I was doing for me, which was visibility. And I didn't know that's what it was at the time. Like I didn't know that was the name, right? Like I just knew I was like, all right, I'm an author. I got this book. I got this message. And then God gave me this voice. How are we going to use it to get in front of people? Like, that's all I knew. Like, I didn't know that was the thing. And then it wasn't until a couple of years ago where I got a chance to speak at an, uh, my probably one of my first conferences I got a chance to speak at. And I taught on audience attraction. And literally, I knew then, like, when you talk about people, like, confirming your purpose, like, I had six, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs in my session sitting in the back of the room Literally, I gave, I never forget it. I gave out my, uh, a workbook, my avatar workbook, which is now still my avatar workbook, my audience attraction made simple workbook, shameless plug, but, (laughs) but I gave out that and it wasn't as fancy as it is now it's upgraded. But back then (laughs) I gave them what I knew. And literally when I saw six, seven figure women entrepreneurs telling me, oh, Leah, this is gold. Like, you need to package this and sell it. Like they were sitting in the back of the room doing the checklist. Like, let me make sure I'm still targeting my people. (laughs) Let me make sure my avatar. And that blew my mind because I'm like, well, maybe I really am onto something. You know what I mean? Maybe I am. And then I just kept trying to do all the things. So like, I was like, oh, well, God told me to be a podcaster. So I'm gonna be a podcaster do all the things. But everything that I did came right back to media, came right back to visibility, came right back to audience attraction. So like, I truly believe the statement when they say success leaves clues, like I believe that because if you pay attention enough, you'll find yourself that you've been like having this reoccurring theme throughout your whole existing throughout everything you tried that lets you know like that's it (laughs) that's your money maker that's what you do so I love that I absolutely love it so we got to talk about voice to clients because this show baby this show brand is what you do um talk to us about the inspiration that started that all right so it was in the thick of the pandemic and I was in a basement apartment with my uh, I can't call her an immigrant, but my Spanish-speaking uh, roommate. <laughs> uh, I had just got off of my mama's couch from leaving my marriage that was failing, and I was also laid off prior to all of that craziness, right? So I was on unemployment, and I was doing the thing. You know, I was excited. I was getting all those bonus checks. Like life was good. I was also letting it stack. You know how you just like yeah. don't look at it. So I was letting it stack. I was also spending. I was living a life I never was able to live because I didn't have, you know, that amount of money that was coming in. And so it was feeling great. I was also in that basement apartment jobless on unemployment. So I was working my business and I had figured out how to make my business make the most money that it had ever made since I was in business doing it part time because I was now in it full time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like life kind of gave me no choice because I was applying for jobs 
and no one was even responding back. It's like applications was just sitting and piling up in places. It was ridiculous. I was like, my resume always opens the door for at least an interview. What's happening, right? Right. So I was like, all right, God, well, I guess it's me, you, and this business. But I, I do not want to get to a point where I have to tell my uh, roommate that I can't afford rent this month. Like, because she goes to Amazon and work a job, right? And she get a paycheck. So she don't want to hear that from me. Right. That I can't pay my part of the rent because business is, is is not really doing what it's supposed to do this month like you know yeah I'm like God you know this the money is coming in but I've never really been able to lean back with security on my business mm-hmm. so I was still leaning on a paycheck even though it was unemployment you know I was still leaning on direct deposit I was used to my money coming from some sort of a job right yeah that represented some sort of security because I really believe these jobs ain't loyal because I was laid off the third year consecutively at that point. So I was like, jobs will lay you off and say, thank you. And and, and not even fire you, but say, you know, we just no longer need your service. Yeah, thank but you for your services. Mm-hmm. Where you are, like <laughs> to just spend for yourself. And so that's pretty much where I was at. And so I remember I had an out-of-state speaking opportunity coming up. And I was like, all right, God, this is great. I, I love speaking. I'm excited. You know, at the time I had Voice the Profits as my framework and it was only three steps and it was specialized, publicized and uh, verbalized, right? <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it was at the time. And I'm like, all right, so we're going we gonna to do what we do. We're going to sell these books that we have. Because, you know, when you are trying to figure out how to uh, make money, you just begin to try, like, what can I sell? What's around me? What's in my hand? What do I have? Yeah, like, yeah. So I was a part of book anthologies. And I'm like, well, I ain't sell not one of these yet. So we're going to sell these. We're going to sell books. We're going to sell t-shirts. And if I can get clients, that would be great, right? right. And so I go to the speaking opportunity. And as I'm preparing for it, and I'm praying to God for strategy because I'm like, God, this is not even a paid speaking opportunity. This mm-hmm. is just uh, to get in front of a new audience and see what becomes of it type of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is just visibility. Like this. Is, right, right. You know, expanding my reach. And so um, I remember praying, and I, it's like I heard it in my spirit, like loud as day. He said, "Your prosperity is locked up in your mouth." And it puzzled me and confused me. But then at the same time, it made sense to me real quick. Like it was like, it just clicked. And I was like, wow, like my mouth, like my, my speaking, like what I can do with my mouth. So then I started realizing that, you know, the guest coaching that I was doing, you know, that was with my mouth, the speaking and actually getting paid. That's with my mouth, my getting of clients through and coaching them. That's with my mouth, right? So if I can open up my mouth and really amplify my voice, then this means that I can prosper, right? So uh, flash forward. uh, So I had began to do that and, and operate in that. And that's where I started working with my coach, Rajade, and she helped me to find who the voice of clients method as it is today. And we realized that, of course, profits is the goal, but it's by way of them getting clients. Mm-hmm. If we can cause for them to amplify their voice, position their voice, brand their voice, and then be able to draw in the clients, be sought after because it's possible to be sought mm-hmm. after by the right clients, those that want to invest in your program and have no, no problem doing so, then we can the profits is not an issue. The reliable revenue is not an issue. 
right? Yeah. Being able to shift into full-time entrepreneurship is then not an issue because your programs are being filled by mm-hmm. you just doing what you're already doing and just adding strategy to your speaking to draw in your tribe. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, and I love it because you're teaching women to use what they already have, right? Like I think a lot of times, especially with inspiring entrepreneurs, and if you listen in, please hear us, like use what you're good at. Like the thing that you're supposed to be doing in this, in this lifetime is founding your strengths. Like stop trying to be something that you're not good at. Cause then they, this is how you get frustrated. And I even think about my own journey. Like people will, will say to me, well, Leah, why did you stop being a book writing coach? Cause even though I was good at it, it wasn't fulfilling me. Like I could, I was teaching some of these women stuff you can Google. Why are you, you know what I mean? Like if I'm going to do anything, I want to do what I'm, what my strengths are. And I just happen to be the queen of pitching. Like it is what it is. Like I do it well and been successful at it. 187 times to be exact. Like, you know, like I'm good at it. So I love that, that you found your voice enough to help other women find their voice and help them to really like unlock their voice. And so we got to talk about this book because you kind of said something about it. And I was like, she wants me to skip past the book. Like nobody knows. <laughs> but you got a book. And so, and, and it's being revised. So you got to talk to us about the book. What's the name of the book? So my book, Don't Muzzle Your Message, is a workbook that I absolutely love. And it is like coaching in book form. And it's being relaunched. I'm really, really excited about it. And so really the book is talking about how you can unlock your authentic voice and and, uh, use your power of transparency to attract your tribe. I love it. I love it because that's where the, I feel like that's the ultimate attraction. Like what I have learned on my journey is people connect with people, but they connect with people that are relatable. And it's when we tell the stories, when we tell the, the, the struggles, when we tell the challenges that we've had, that's where you really find your tribe at. Okay. Like you, find, you find them in the people that's like, girl, I done been through a divorce too. I done been sexually assaulted. I lost a child too. Like that's where you find girl, your people. That's it. That's when they just start rallying in, you know? And that's where um, a lot of people, a lot of speakers in particular fail. Like mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of speakers think that they just have to show up polished and perfect. <laughs> like they ain't been through nothing. Like they don't live life. And then they question why people put them on the pedestal or can't connect. Like that's the disconnect. The fact yeah. that you're muzzled, the fact that you won't go there, the fact that you won't go beyond the surface. And so don't muzzle your message helps speaker, speakers to do that right? and have the boldness and the audacity to do so. Because that's where your authentic voice lies. That's why it's unlocking your authentic voice. Because many speakers are like, I'm speaking. Yes, you are, sis. You sure are. You sure are. But is it truly all of who you are? Yeah. It's not. And that's why you don't, you're not getting the right people coming to you. That's why you're not having, you know, healthy coaching relationships with clients. You know, I like my clients. And that's because we built bonds and rapport as women. (laughs) we've Mm -hmm. had heart to hearts yeah we've been real enough about what's happened in life and what we've overcome yeah and I think that's important and I agree with you that is the disconnect because to and that's the problem with social media is that we 
we show up wanting to share the highlights, the things that are great, the things that are amazing. And that's one of the things that I pride myself on and love my clients love me for because they'll say, <laughs> Coach Leah, you are real raw and authentic. And I'm like, and is like, I don't know any other way to give it to you. Like, I'm never going to be the coach that shows up and be like, oh, you know, life is great, grand and wonderful. No, I'm going to be the coach to be like, you know what, today, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Can I just be honest about that? <laughs> Like, can I just me? Can y'all grant me the space for me to be that level of honesty? And I have found that when I do it, people be like, well, thank you for making that space because I feel the same way. Because there are people that are connected to our voice, people connected to what God has given us to do that are just waiting for us to show up in that space. You know, and I tell people all the time, even the Bible tells you that the earth is waiting on the manifestation of God's people. So that means if you're God's people, people are waiting for you. How long are you going to keep them waiting? And I'll tell you the thing, like when you had that moment where God told you your prosperity was in your, was locked up in your mouth. Like literally I had a similar moment. Cause what God said to me was that how long are you going to keep the people waiting? that need the solution you have. Like Girl. if you don't step into what God is giving you, if you don't be like, all right, let me just do this thing. Like, I don't know how this thing going to work. <laughs> I don't got all the, 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 the parts, right. But trusting God, trusting yourself, trusting your process, you'll, he will make it so that it seems real seamless at the end. Even though for us, we'd be over here like, <laughs> like, I see this puzzle, but that piece don't fit in that piece, Jesus. Like make it make sense, but he'll make it seem real seamless at the end. And to the world, it'll look that seamless. But to us, we'd be like, child, you don't, you don't know the process. You don't know how I was double, like how I was doubting myself, how I was questioning, like, did I hear you really say that? Because, you know, <laughs> sometimes you question it. So I love the work that you're doing. I love that you're helping other women, especially women of color, really unlock our voices. Because I think trauma and all the things that we've been through keep us in that place and the enemy knows that like he knows if he can keep you silent he winning but it's the minute that you tell it and that's what I always expect like say to my clients and even people that follow me like tell your story first of all can't nobody tell it like you anyway and who cares who feels what because I think that's the other piece too like we care so much about how people are going to view you if it's something that happened in our childhood we're worried about what well, what's my mom going to think what's my dad going to think what my family members going to think I remember when I wrote my first book unapologetically me that talks about my childhood that talks about my tumultuous relationship with my mother I had family members buy it so they could be nosy and then run their mouth and it still didn't stop me from being like, and that's my truth. <laughs> and that's how I experienced you. And if you don't like it, you should probably change how I experienced you. Like, I'm never going to be in a position where you're going to make me feel bad for my experience of you. <laughs> right. I tell a lot of speakers, because I've worked with um, women speakers in, in the middle of the pandemic, because I'm not in the book publishing <laughs> realm <laughs> but in the middle of the pandemic we pushed out a few books and uh women were thinking about things like that and I'm like well there's a lot of characters in the story right and you can either say their name or not say their name but you still have to tell your side of the story it's your story to tell like they don't have to tell their version of the story if they don't want to that's them right. but you there's women that are waiting for you to have what I call 
if you have the confidence to say I, it gives other people the courage to say me too. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's easier to say me too and to jump in and agree and say, yeah, I went through that too. Then to say, I was in a domestic violent marriage. I been verbally abused by my mom. I, you know, like yeah. it's hard to, to come out front and say those type of things, especially since, you know, we be trying to be cute out here and that's, we, cute. but it's not Amen. really going to cause for us to connect with our audience or the clients that we really want to work with that part that part so listen we got to talk about something that me and you about to do together and i'm super excited because if if y'all don't know yours truly is hosting her very first very first of many different summits and live events but it is elevate your pitch going down october 20th and 21st 2023 and i'm super excited because god laid it on my heart to do this as a collaborative effort as I called on so many amazing powerhouse women, they're just powerhouses in their own lane, their own right. And Sierra is one of them because I love what she does. And so you are hitting the virtual stage with me and you are talking about your topic, which is muzzle or magnet, where you are really talking about how to not only create content, right? But the type of content that is going to attract clients and the media. So tell the people what they can expect just a little bit. You got to give them a little taste, sis. What can they expect from your session at Elevate Your Pitch? Well, we, you could definitely expect to go there, right? And the premise of it is choosing to be transparent. Mm-hmm. So I want to just explain the the title, the, the, the actual front end of the title, Muzzle or Magnet. And so, as you know, it stems from Don't Muzzle Your Message, my workbook that's coming back out, but <laughs> it is, you, it's a choice. It's mm-hmm. literally your choice to choose to be the muzzle or the magnet. And I'll never forget, you know, uh, being at one of my annual event and doing this as a speech forum for the very first time. And I had everybody with their bodies like it's you guys are safe because of the virtual space. But like typically, like I'm really interactive. So I had everybody either um, I had them stand up and, and do like a muzzle over their mm-hmm. mouth, like mm-hmm. do this where like they're covering their mouth and I'm probably covering my sound doing that. But, you know, so they were covering their mouth and then I had them also moving their fingers like something, they were attracting something. Mm. And so I asked them to let me know, like, which one are you, right? Let's think about it. Think about yourself before I really even explained what that really mean, meant. You know, right. you think that you are a muzzle or you choosing to be a muzzle or you choosing to be a magnet. Mm. And many people were like trying to say, oh, I'm a magnet because they just kind of caught on like that's what we should say that we are. Yeah, like, that's what's going to look good. Right. But I was like, nah, nah, sis, like, let's be honest. And some of them I knew, like, come on now. Yeah, like, yeah. I know you, stop, stop playing. Stop. <laughs> so it's okay, though. And I, I I created a space where they understood it's okay if you are the muzzle in this moment, because I've had my own muzzle moments. Yeah. But now I have many unmuzzled moments, right? Right. But you have to be real about where you are at this current moment. And so I expect that, and you can expect that we'll start there, like really with you identifying where you are and then understanding why it's so important to be transparent. If you are thinking that you are attracting all that you can attract, that there's still a deeper level of transparency that I'm sure many of us haven't gotten to yet. Because as I was talking to you about Leah, like God's been talking to me, like go yeah. deeper, yeah, even more. I'm like God beyond my marriage felon and like domestic, like what 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 else am I going to talk about, right? 
Um, but we always have to go deeper. And so that's something for sure that uh, they can expect and that I'm going to encourage them to make a decision to go deeper and to share transparent content so that it can attract their clients and the media, right? Because that's what they want to hear. It's the transparent stories that that don't look cute, that get all over, mm-hmm. media, that get all over, you know, TV and the press, right? It's those yeah. stories. And then, you know, hey, they can interview you six months from now and it could be a whole nother success story. But you have to be willing to share the transparent and sometimes even shameful stories because that's what's really going to capture attention. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I tell people all the time, like every media interview that I've ever had, I've never told the pretty story. I told the story of being addicted to crack cocaine, being born addicted to crack cocaine. I told the story of being a daughter of two addicts. I told the story of my sexual assault, like all the the, the, the stories that you're like, these are so cringeworthy. Like I don't <laughs> talk about right. like those were the stories that not only got me the media, but got me repeated media because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for stories that, granted, the media has heard all types of stories, right? But they're looking for stories that have unique angles, that take a different approach. And that is something that I'll be teaching at Elevate Your Pitch. So bottom line is you need to click the link that's going to be in the description of this episode and go ahead and register and come kick it with us at Elevate Your Pitch. Like, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. (laughs) But you're right. Like, those are the things that we need to be transparent about. And that's how you're going to find your tribe. That's how you're going to find your clients. That's even going to be how you really do get in the media because they're looking for specific stories, unique angles. You know, I share all the time. One of the media features I had was an online news program called Feisty News. And when they had the overturning of Roe versus Wade that came out, they reached out to me to, to, to be one of their panelists, but I didn't want to be just any woman talking about why the overturning of Roe versus Wade sucks for us, right? Like I took a different approach. I spoke about how it impacts sexual assault survivors and the impact that it's going to have on us who get pregnant by their rapists. And they loved it. Like they was just like, oh my God, <laughs> completely different angle. Like they absolutely Loved it. It was probably one of my most viral (laughs) interviews that I've ever done, but that is what the media be looking for. They be looking for like, don't just show up and give the same story (laughs) the same way. Like give us something new, give us something juicy, give us a different angle that we've never thought about that will make it really, really stand out. So y'all heard her. She will be hitting the virtual stage at Elevate Your Pitch October 20th and 21st, 2023. So definitely make sure you get your tickets and come learn from her because Sierra is amazing at what she does. And I'm not just saying that because she's my sister. I'm saying that because before she was my sister, I was watching her. So she's amazing (laughs) at what she does. So before I let you go, sis, you got to tell the people how they can connect with you. Where can they find you and what you got coming up? Yes. So they can find me everywhere at I am Sierra Shanae. And my my first name is spelled like the singer, right? C-I-A-R-A. And then it's S-H-A-N-A-E. So I am, I am Sierra Shanae absolutely everywhere. I am SierraShanae.com. So definitely connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. Those are the places where I would love to really connect with you further. And what do I have coming up? I always have a free masterclass coming up. So I want to make sure that if you did not make it for this particular month, you want to 
you want to just always check back. And so you can go to imcrshanae.com backslash clients and get your name on the list speaker sis. Okay, so if you are a woman speaker and you have a group coaching program and you want to learn the number one way to attract more qualified clients and see your group coaching program, then you want to make sure that your face is in the space. I'll see you there. Listen, y'all definitely make sure that y'all kick it with my girls for real, for real. Like, and check out her masterclass. I've come a few times and she laughs every time I show up because she'd be like, it's the same masterclass, sis. Right. I'm like, I know, but it's so good. So like, I'm just going to show up again. So yeah, definitely make sure y'all follow her, connect with her and you will see her elevate your pitch. So definitely make sure y'all get y'all tickets. So as always, sis, I appreciate you for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive season three. Oh my gosh, I was on Hey Queen Thrive. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, (laughs) listen. Shout out to my sis, Sierra Shanae. Girl, girl, girl. Okay, that's listen, that's all I can say. Like, <laughs> if y'all don't understand how I am giving y'all sneak peeks into what's about to happen at Elevate Your Pitch, I don't know, I don't know what y'all doing. Like, I don't even know why y'all have not, not gotten your tickets yet. Like, I promise you. God hand-selected these women, and he did not miss. Do you hear me? He did not miss. So listen, queen, sis, you know how much I love you. I thank you so much, so much for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive Season 3. And definitely even more thank you for hitting the virtual stage at Elevate Your Pitch Summit. Oh, my God. I'm Listen, listen, I'm super excited. Can y'all not tell? I'm super excited. Like, I keep trying to tell people, if I didn't already have the replay because it's my file, I would purchase my own replay access because (laughs) it is going to be powerful. It is going to be dynamic. It is going to be, yeah, it's just going to be amazing. Like, get your tickets and meet us there because I'm giving y'all this, listen, I'm giving y'all sneak peeks. This is, these are the ladies that y'all are going to hear hit the virtual stage. So again, sis, I thank you. And so look, it's Thriver Nuggets time, y'all. You already know what time it is. So listen, I got for y'all five, five ways that your content, right? Using your content to share your story is going to help you attract more clients and uh, attract more media attention. And so the first nugget is that when you are sharing your story through content creation, it helps build and showcase your authenticity, right? People purchase from people, people connect with people, people like to rock with people that are genuinely unapologetically themselves. And so when you are creating that content, always think about how you are coming across as your authentic self, right? Because that is what's going to get people to connect with you because they're going to find themselves and they're going to see themselves in what you're talking about. So make sure that as you're creating content, you're being your authentic self, okay? So that's the first one. The second thing is that emotional appeal or that emotional connection, right? Your content 
just like a lot of things, should tug at the emotions of the people that you're targeting, right? You want your audience members to relate to you. You want your audience members to see themselves in your content. You want those your audience members, like you really want to be able to do what I like to call a gut punch, <laughs> right? Like you want to put out the type of con- content where they're like, like, why is she all up in my business? <laughs> right? Like, I love it when I put out content and people say to me, why are you talking about me? Like, all in my business, right? Because then I know that I'm relating to you. I'm I'm gut punching you. I'm hitting that emotional appeal, appeal that is making you to, making you see, like, not only why I'm an expert in this area, but also why you need to work with me, right? So make sure that you're hitting those that emotional pill in that content, right? Like you're you're because people let's be real, people are emotional people, right? Like when we purchase things, how many times do you buy something based off emotion? I'm I'm just saying, like how many times do you do it? Cuz we all do it, right? So use that in your content creation. The third thing is your unique selling point, right? So that's the beauty of content, right? When you are creating content based on your story, based on your expertise, right? You put yourself in a position to talk about how you're unique, right? Like I always tell my clients, there's nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun in business, right? But everybody has their own unique perspective, right? Or their own unique angle to some of the same topics, right? And that's the beauty of content creation is that you can take a topic and make it unique. So y'all know I love to give examples, right? Back when the overturning of Roe versus Wade happened, right? One of the media coverages that I had, I had an opportunity to be um, on a panel for an online TV program called Feisty News. And so I did, I, I pitched myself I landed the pitch and they asked me to come and be a part of a panel of other women um, to talk about this overturning of Roe versus Wade. And so instead of talking about how it was going to impact just me, I took a unique approach, right? And that unique approach was to talk about the impact of Roe versus Wade having on survivors of sexual assault and victims of sexual assault. And they loved it. (laughs) Like... The producer of the show loved it because nobody was talking about it from that angle, right? So that's the beauty of content creation is that you get to shine the light on those unique selling points and what makes you unique, what makes your brand unique, what makes your story unique, okay? The the fourth one that I have is it helps you to become an engagement magnet, right? When you put out the type of content that is transparent, that is authentic, that is relatable, right? You'll start to see an uptick in your engagement. You'll start to see more people engaging, more people liking what you have to say, more people commenting, more people sharing, right? So you kind of become an engagement magnet. Now, let me tell y'all this. When people engage with your content, engage back. Like nothing irritates me more (laughs) than to see people getting so much engagement on their content and they don't say nothing back to these people. Like people be like, oh my God, that was good. Ooh, I like this. And you don't say nothing back. Like engage back. So if content creation helps to really help you to become an engagement magnet where people really start to engage in the stuff that you're putting out and it allows you to have, start building that relationship. 
And then the last one I got for you guys is the the beauty of your content being shareable and having that shareability, right? Because you can put out your content not only in multiple forms, but you can put it in different places, right? I, I am the queen of repurposing content. I believe in repurposing content. For all of my people that have Facebook communities, right? And you're doing all those lives, or even if you don't have a Facebook community and you're doing lives on your personal pages, like if you don't download those videos and repost them somewhere else, I'm just saying, share them out, share it to your email list. Share. Because here's the thing that I think a lot of times trip people up about content creation is that you keep trying to come up with new things instead of just repurposing, right? So like, for example, a lot of the lives that I've done in my Facebook community, which if you're not a part of, definitely come kick it with us over at Pitch Like a Boss, right? But a lot of the lives that I've done, I have downloaded put them on my computer and then sent them out to my email list. Why? Because a lot of the people that are on my email list are not in my community, <laughs> right? So it just makes sense to resend the same information that I'm teaching in, in my Facebook community in to my email list and then making sure that I let my email list know like, hey, you can catch this information live if you come over to the community. So definitely make sure you're sharing out your content. So Listen, this has been another amazing episode. Again, shout out to my sis, Sierra Shanae. Again, go ahead and click the link in the description of this episode and come meet with us, kick it with us over at Elevate Your Pitch two-day virtual summit that's going down October 20th and 21st, 2023. You don't want to miss it. Listen, this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 3. I love each and every one of you. Please stay safe out there and I'll talk with you guys soon. Peace.